by dying. It's time to put a stop to all the madness. You deserve so much more in your life. It's your time to glow up. Welcome to the Time to Glow Up podcast with Rebecca Hennings and guests. Your journey to transforming from the inside out begins here. Hey listeners, so before you listen to this episode, I just thought it was wise to come in and just say that please make sure there are no children listening to this um, because um, yeah, acts of violence are described, um, violence against women are described in quite great detail in this episode. Um, so yeah, it's not advisable that children are around. Um, it's a great episode to really understand what happens in another culture and the, the work, the fantastic work that's been done to um, fight against that. But yeah, I just thought I better kind of uh, come in and just say, please, please, please don't listen to this whilst you have your children around. Thank you. Right, welcome one and all to the Time to Glow Up podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Hemmings. And as usual, I have a guest with me. Um, and just to very quickly explain what the Time to Glow Up podcast is for those people who might be new or need a refresher, Time to Glow Up podcast is about speaking to women in particular, but not exclusively, who have been through some sort of adversity or challenge, have come through that and are thriving as a result of that. Now, um, Annetta, firstly, let me just say hello. Hello, Rebecca. Nice to be here on your podcast. Nice, nice to meet you. Um, we've, never, we've never actually met in person. We met during um, lockdown. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was quickly taken in by what it is you do, which we're going to talk about in a moment. Um, and, and I even signed up um, mm-hmm. because I was so, you know, um, just taken aback by what it is you do. So we're going to talk about uh, the work that you do and how people might want to become involved in that. Um, but yes, yeah, so I met Anessa during lockdown. Again, we met, she's another lady I met um, through Kubi Springer's um, mentoring group, which is a fantastic group. I advise you to join if you need help with marketing with your business. Um, and yeah, as part of that, we all had to create a video and tell our, our stories. Mm-hmm. And we were, I guess, made, not I say made, yeah, we were encouraged to become quite vulnerable during that time. And I was really taken aback by your stories. I want to kind of get into that in a second. But if you can mm-hmm. just start by saying, which if you can tell the world um, who it is, uh, what it is you do, like who yeah. is Anetta? Yeah, thank you so much. So Aneta is this girl from the Gambia, which is in West Africa, and currently living here in the UK with my family. Mm. Um, on a day-to-day basis, I do digital marketing, online, online stuff, mm. and then my real passion and my real purpose and the reason for my life, I believe, is to empower girls and to give girls a future and hope and a possibility, so many, through education. So education is my tool. Yeah. And apart from that, I have a little boy, my son, he's lovely. And um, he's nine years old, coming to nine years old. 
and yeah that's what i do and um i love just um, um inspiring people i volunteer at a local youth group as well mm. where i mentor the teenagers just to inspire them how mm -hmm. to find their purpose in life so i do that as well okay <laughs> lovely and so there will be a lot of people who will be thinking okay this is all nice this is great isn't anetta a wonderful good girl and who really cares about education um but i really want them to understand where all of this comes from and so before before we even get into that if we can talk a little bit more about when you talk about really being passionate about wanting to educate girls um mm -hmm. what you're referring to is your organization and the work that you do with your organization which is sponsor a gambian girl so can you just talk a little bit about what sponsor a gambian girl is set up to do yeah so this organization is set up and the aim for it is to make sure that girls stay in school. Mm. Um, so we are campaigning for girls in the Gambia not to be married off whilst they're teenagers, not to um, have um, female, undergo female genital mutilation. Okay, um, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to stop you right there because already you're kind of like, you know, um, talking about some really serious issues there. Um, yeah. And so... You know, okay, we're in England, generally, well, we, it doesn't generally happen on the surface anyway, that yes. young girls get mm -hmm. married off very um, early. And some people might even say, well, they're in Africa, that's what happens, right? Yeah. I'm sure you may have heard that. But yeah. tell me, again, speaking to someone who might be very ignorant, let's, let's say that's me, I'm very ignorant of the issues. I'm not saying I am, but let's say I am. Um, yeah. Why, what, why do we care? Why, why should we care that, you know, someone who's, a, how old? I mean, what, what ages are we talking? Like 13, 14? 13. I mean, I feel like I'm asking a ridiculous question, to be honest. But um, what does that mean for a 13-year-old to come out of school, mm -hmm. get married? What that means is that girl's life and her spark and everything has ended on that day she got married. Mm. She no longer has a voice. She no longer have a say. She no longer have anything to do about growing. All she has to do is sit in the house and just doing the housework and just answering to the call of a man. You know, that is what it means. That. So sorry, is That's, this something that is permissible then? Is it allowed? Well, we have government policies, but that's not um, properly practiced in the Gambia, that every girl should finish should um, finish a high school up to the age of 18, which is mm -hmm. 18 that we finish our high school education. Mm -hmm. And then anybody above that age can be married. But we have some deep-seated um, and deep-rooted cultural practices in some tribes in the Gambia mm. that girls, as soon as they are born, they're already matched up with a family member's son. Wow. Yeah. They're already oh, matched up. And family member's son, as in the same family? No, maybe a family and somebody, a very close family kind of thing, okay. friends, they're already matched up. Okay, my daughter will marry your son. We've already matched them up and we're just waiting until she's like 14 or puberty and they will do it officially. 
you know, mm. something like that. So That's why, what happens. why is it so important for them to get married so young? Go on, sorry. So, so Go why on. can't they wait until they turn 18? Yeah, so in those cultural settings, girls' education is not valued. So if the girl is going to get married anyway, why waste money? Why waste time? You know, um, there's no point in, is there's no value because the girl is just going to be married. And if she's married, she's just going to have kids. And when she have kids, all she'll do is just take care of them, stay in the house. And she doesn't need to go to work because the man will provide everything. So th there's no point educating her. That's how it is seen. Yes, that there's no value placed on girls' education because at the end of the day, it's a man's world. Um, she's going to stay in a man's house. So what's the point? Yeah. So is the thinking behind that also that if a woman is educated, therefore she's more empowered, therefore there's less control? Exactly. That's, the, that's another thing. There's this um, thing going on. It's an undertone kind of thing that when a woman is educated, especially the Western education that they, they take it to be, mm. um, this woman is going to have a voice. She's, she'll know how to stand up for herself. So how do we minimize that as much as possible? Right. So, yeah, so that's the thing. Um, this sort of control, yes, is very dominant as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you were starting to talk about the idea of female genital mutilation. Is, mm -hmm. that, is it, again, this is actually something I don't know. I know it's illegal over here now, but is it illegal yeah. in Gambia? It is illegal in Gambia. But, you know, with, with every laws, you know, it can be on paper, but in practice, it's still happening underground. Mm. Um, once you kind of criminalize something mm. and without the proper measures in place, you know, educating and enlightening the people why this is not a practice that should uh, be done to girls, mm. it takes it underground. And when it goes underground, you have it is practiced in a really dangerous way and most girls end up losing their lives through that yeah okay mm -hmm. so there will be people listening to this who don't have, who don't know what female genital mutilation is mm -hmm. um in the best possible way if there isn't such a thing can you explain what it is yeah so it is this cutting of the girl's um most part of her private area um some there's so many the different parts. ways. Is it the sorry, ple the pleasurable parts. Exactly. The yeah, this, the no, this, this, I should say, sorry, this is not for children. So you can yes. say it's, the clitoris is cut off. The, the clitoris is cut off, and in some areas, the clitoris being cut off is the most is not that extreme because some people go the extra mile of um, blocking blocking the girl in an area where no man will be able to penetrate you know oh, so, so okay, if you so... can imagine if you're a woman right now and you imagine someone taking you know a needle and thread sewing you up down there oh, so that no gosh. man can penetrate you that is oh. what the extreme version of female genital mutilation oh my is. gosh so so many questions there because i mean i have actually been on courses about this i, ha I have heard about this but i must have never heard about that part of it i remember a woman oh, Wanessa, you're frozen so i'm hoping you can hear me 
But um, I'll go on to say that I remember hearing a woman tell her story about going to the toilet over here in England. And she used to wonder why she would hear other women. Um, The sound is like constant. The sound of the we is constant. Um, But for her, it was a drip, drip. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's when she realized that something was different about her. So, but I've never heard about that bit about, I guess what you're saying is the, the vagina, the vagina is, is, is blocked up. So, I mean, that must have all sorts of medical consequences because obviously women menstruate. Yes. So, okay. The, uh, the, the consequences of it, I can't sit down here to explain because yes. I didn't go through it, but I know some girls that I went to school that went through it. And some of them, up till this day, they can't have children. They've been married. They can't have children because that procedure was done to them. Mm-hmm. Some of them, they have really bad complications if, when they're giving birth. Some of them have, you know, this, this, I don't know the medical term for it, but you have blood being, you know, struck in the system because the menstruation is not coming out the way it's supposed to flow. There's so many things happening to girls. And um, as most, the, the culture that does it or the tribe that does it are mostly tribes where female education is frowned upon. Because if you're from a family where people are educated, you are, you, you are less likely to face it. My family, my parents were all educated, so I didn't go through it, mm. you know? Mm. That's mm. why we want to break the cycle. So once you educate a girl, they know of this harmful cultural practices and they know that their daughter should not go through it and it just breaks it. And so, okay, going back to the scenario where, you know, a a girl is around the age of 13, 14 and she's being married off. What I don't understand, well, number number one, when would female genital mutilation take place? And number two, particularly with a more extreme form, like why would you do that if, if, you know, because a man wants to procreate with a woman, I don't understand. Again, I think you've frozen on me, Annetta. Uh, tell me if you're still there. Um, oh, I seem to have lost Annetta. Hopefully she'll jump back in. But my question, um, if I can just pause this for a second. So I was just asking, mm-hmm. what, what I don't understand is, number one, when... Yeah the um, female genital mutilation would happen? And number two, what is the benefit to the man of the woman not experiencing pleasure or even not even being able to have normal sexual relations? Does that make sense? Yes. So we've seen it in countless number of times. Yes, countless number of times, young girls, especially they're married off really young. And when that happens, um, the experience of um, having sex is, 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 is a painful experience, really, really painful experience. And it's sort of a belief, uh, it's sort of a belief system that, you know, when girls have the clitoris, they are very promiscuous, you oh, know, in wow. a certain cultures. Wow. So cutting that off, make sure that, they do not have that when they're teenagers, they're not that sexually active, actually going for it, you know, so that cuts it out. So that is all in the element of controlling the girl, right. you know, that's all part of it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay, wow. So for anyone who's Mm -hmm. before wasn't clear on why it's important for a girl to get education, I think you've made it starkly clear as to why that's important. And of course, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not even talking about what that might Mm -hmm. mean for them career-wise, what might that might mean in terms of self-empowerment and self-efficacy. You know, the idea of being able to feel Mm -hmm. as though you can achieve anything. Yes. Um, And so, yeah, I mean... you know I'm completely mm-hmm. on board. I, I, for myself, I, I have, I saw what you were saying, even without knowing all this information. And I, I am currently, as you know, sponsoring a, yes. a Gambian girl, Al Fraser. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not allowed to say that, tell me I can yeah. delete this. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and and it feels good to know. That's that. okay. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. Good. Um, and so, um, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, feels mm-hmm. good to know that I, I can support in some way shape or form and what I loved about the whole idea of sponsoring a Gambian girl is that it wasn't um in terms of the money it wasn't a lot and, and what I'm doing is I'm helping to put her through school mm-hmm. that is amazing um so mm-hmm. that yes. kind of aside for one minute I want to know more about your journey I hadn't planned to spend so long on that but it's you know I think it's important actually to to hear yes. um why you're doing mm-hmm. this you know as i said on the surface people say well that's really good really nice nice thing to do but may not pay too much attention to it but you mm-hmm. know, it's really important to understand the you know the the bigger picture behind it so um i would like to hear a bit more about your experience i mean you're you're here now um but obviously you grew up in yes. in, in gambia and i just wanted to know about what led you apart from witnessing some of this stuff what led you to be where you are yeah. today yeah yeah so you know as they say with your purpose in life you come through the different stages where the different things that happens and it's just be- making it clear as to why you have been chosen to do a certain thing, why you have been chosen to solve a certain problem in the world, Mm. and you will encounter it in so many different ways. And I have, but the most profound for me, why I'm sitting here doing what I'm doing, why I'm so passionate about it, um, is because I witnessed it firsthand of a girl my age at the age of 14 being married off you know Mm. we We, were were going to school yeah we were friends in school you know everything and uh one day 14 year old 14 year old we were happy carefree enjoying our time in school and then the teacher casually after calling the register just dropped it and said oh by the way lena would not be coming to school today Oh, he's not coming to school ever again. That's it. And we're just sitting there saying, really? What's wrong? Because most of, sometimes we thought, okay, they're going to join their families abroad. They might be not be, that's why she will not be coming to school ever again. Mm. And then the teacher was like, no, she's been married off by her family. Just casually. Gosh. And in my 14-year-old brain, I was trying to process that. Mm. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like at my age of 14, my colleague, my classmate is gone off to get married. And we know what that means. Right. That, that's I mean, it. We know how their that. lives end. We know what happens. 
Yeah. In terms yeah. of that, like, what sorts of conversations do you have amongst your family or amongst your friends beforehand to, to know that that sort of thing happens? Is it like, you know, you say, you know, your family that that didn't happen. Did, were you ever warned mm -hmm. about that? Um, we are not warned about it because of um, the area where we lived and the sort of family setting that I am from um, is not what we practice and is never practiced in my in my, we have a tribe. So in my tribe, that is never practiced. Mm. But we obviously in the Gambia, the different tribes that, you know, we, that are there and we know what happens in different cultural settings. Mm. We know that, you know, this, there's this tribe that is, you know, their culture is marrying girls early. Their culture is girls should be married. Their culture is there's no value in girls' education. There's no point wasting your time. You know, only the boys go to school. There's some family compounds. Only the boys go to school. The girls just stay at home and learn about home management, mm. how to take care of the house mm. and how to be prepared. They're from, from an early age, they're prepared on how to take care of a house, how to cook, how to clean, how to take care of a baby, how mm. to mend things in the house. So that is what happens. And we know about those, those culture and those tribes and that's what so, they do knowing that that and is, it, so i was gonna say knowing that that's a part of some tribal cultures mm -hmm. does that in any way mm -hmm. the idea of men being guess that the ones that are in control the when the guys that you know the people that enjoy life have fun um at the expense of girls yes. and women did that affect you at all mm -hmm. as a young girl especially knowing that your friend had gone off to get married Yeah, it does. The reason being is we've all seen how they end up. You mm. know, we seen the we see the end result of what that happens. Mm. In most cases, they're married off to men they're really older than them, and before you know it, some of the men have passed away and have left them widowed with three, mm. four children, and they are on their own to take care of these children. You know, mm. um, in most of these cases, because um, according to research. A girl that finished up to high school at the age of 18 is less likely to have a malnourished child, you know, yes. a malnourished child. Yeah. So yeah. can you imagine a girl that is 14, doesn't know how to take care of a child properly, not to be malnourished. So they don't mm -hmm. know, have all those extra skills because all that thing you're taught in school. Mm. So that's a huge advantage for the girl and the family that she's going to have. Right, yeah. Right. So, did you mm -hmm. ever see your friend again? Yes, I do. Up to this day, I oh. talked to her. Oh. Up to yesterday, I spoke to her. Yeah. Her daughter. So, like what I said, we are breaking the cycle. Mm. So, her daughter currently is being sponsored by the foundation, mm. and she's the only girl she has. And her daughter, you know her dream is to become a medical doctor and oh, whatever i do yes. he is going to be a medical doctor and she's not going to get married off like her mom yes oh that's amazing that's amazing mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah i mean I, I you know i can feel the passion when you speak and i can i completely mm -hmm. get it because if you can make a massive yeah. difference like that given what you've witnessed mm -hmm. and the communities that you've you know you you've seen that have done this and your very friend has done this then then why wouldn't you make that yeah. difference 
So, I mean, how is your friend now? I mean, that's got to be encouraging to know that her daughter's life is changing, but what impact has that had on your friend? Well, my friend, um, obviously, and this is not someone that was, this, is, this was a highly intelligent student. Mm. The thing that really pains us, um, the friends, the friendship circle that we had, mm. is this is the girl that you, either she, she's the first in every school term, mm. every exam, comes up top of us. So yeah. that's what's really, when I sit down and look back at it, I could see what she could have become. Yes. You know, when I'm looking at what she could have become and how they just, you know, take that opportunity and potential from her. Yeah. That, that's the area I really sit down and look and say, no, something needs to be done mm. because she had the potential and she had a presence as well. Mm. You know, she mm. had this presence. But for, because she had to go through this, everything is gone. You know, she now sells at the local market, um, you know, making less than a dollar a day. She now has two children. Um, The husband passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, She's on her own to take care of the children. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so so that is the cycle we want to break, that um, we break the cycle of early child marriage, break the cycle of teen... um, female genital mutilation mm-hmm. and all the other things that affect girls if they are not in school. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So for your friend, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just stuck with your friend now. Like, okay. I kind mm-hmm. of feel like great. He's passed away, but I know obviously financially yes. that an extra burden on her, but is there a chance for her to turn mm-hmm. her life around now? It's very uh, interesting. You asked that, that, that question. Mm-hmm. So as a foundation, what we did, because she's very good with her hands. She's very mm. creative. Mm. You know, sending her back to school when she has children to take care of is mm. not feasible because she mm. needs to get them ready for school yeah. and everything and do everything. So mm. we enrolled her at a, a technical college where mm. you learn baking skills, mm. um, catering skills and all these things because she's good with her hands yeah. and she has finished that course now. So we are helping her to set up a little catering baking you know doing for people's events and stuff so she sat on the low so that's what we are helping her to set up now so Mm -hmm. we paid for her to do this course which she came out she did very well so now we're just sitting her giving her seed money so that she can start up her little enterprise yeah that's brilliant i mean i can only imagine what that's doing for her confidence um and just Mm -hmm. kind of getting in touch with herself again doing something for herself that you know um yeah. that must be incredible you know i just think yes, it's, it's a massive boost. so go ahead it's a massive boost for her yeah. you know she said she's never she has not smiled since the age of 14 yes. you know holding a certificate in her hand finishing a course she never thought she would be able to do that and um you know, I said a highly bright, intelligent student, and she still has that capacity. Yeah. And she's still saying to me, you know what, Aneta, I'm just doing this for now. When my kids get up um, a bit older, I'm going back to school. That's what Good she said. Her. Good for You know, her. I said, yes. yeah, whenever you're ready, we're yes. here to support you. Yeah. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so pleased that, you know, for, for your friend at least, that that 
um, will be the outcome for her. I can feel the determination and I don't know her. Um, we're going to bring this to, to, to a close, but I just, I think it's really important that people um, who have listened to this and are, and are touched by what you're saying, they know how to get in touch with you, how to go about sponsoring the Gambian girl. What do they need to do? Mm -hmm. So if you go onto Google and just type in sponsor a Gambian girl, mm -hmm. so we are number one on the search engine result. You'll see us there. You can visit our website and um, through there, you can get in touch. We have a contact us form um, where you can put in details. We want to, if you want to contact us to sponsor a girl or we are on um, we are on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on LinkedIn, on all these places. If you just type in sponsor a Gambian girl, you'll find us. Yeah. And another way is we're looking for people that can spread the word. Mm -hmm. um, just spread the word. Just tell people about what we are doing. So we, these people, we call them champions. Yeah. So they are the champions for the girls' education. Mm. So wherever you know you are, maybe in your local city, in your local town, mm. with your friends and family, in your organization, maybe in groups where you belong, mm. you can get in touch if you if you feel like you're passionate about this um, movement, which is it's a, a movement we are creating, just mm -hmm. to help us spread the word and make people know aware of what we are doing. Um, on the other hand, you can make donation of any amount if you like. If you visit our website, you can make donation monthly, one-off donation, anything that you can do. Uh, but the one thing that we are really, you know, looking forward to is to sponsor a girl. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, and if yeah. I can just jump in there, as someone who, who has sponsored a girl, because I, I must admit, you know, I you, you hear lots about charities, you hear lots about uh, fraudulent mm -hmm. charities and whatever, so you can get your back up and be yeah. suspicious but I did my I did my due diligence on the organization I researched and you know everything that I saw just came back as no this is a genuine organization and they generally want mm -hmm. to help girls and then mm -hmm. you know once I did go about sponsoring Alfredo what was great is that you know we're now on contact via whatsapp so you know we can speak whenever we want to speak so we have that mm -hmm. regular contact so it's not as if you're distant from the person that you are sponsoring, you can have that relationship. And I think that that's equally important as well. So as the girl grows and develops that you're able to keep up and stay in touch. So, you know, I can definitely vouch for um, mm -hmm. the organization because I'm, I, you know, as I said, I'm doing it and it, it, it does exactly what it says on the tin and it feels great to be a part of that. Um, Anetta, I mean, thank you. I'm going to put all the, the website details and, you know, um, social media details on the podcast episode and on mm -hmm. the, the YouTube details. Uh, I just want to say, mm -hmm. you guys, it's not just you, is it? There's two there are two founders, so let's not miss out the other person. What's her name? Yes, yes. Uh, the other person is Lisa. Lisa, that's it, yeah. So, Lisa, yes. yeah. Uh -huh. I take my hat off to yourself and Lisa. Um, you are truly mm -hmm. helping girls to glow up and women, as in as as is the case with your friend, and and that's the whole yes. idea of this. I mean, I must say that in all the podcast episodes that I've done, um, I think I mean, and all the stories are relatively, you know. Um, harrowing in some way which end up being um, a good news story which I'm hearing now but I've never heard it in quite the way I've heard it today I felt it in a very different way in a deep way because you know your your, your right your rights as a woman or even as mm -hmm. a girl have been completely stripped 
and yeah. I I can only I, I don't even know if I can begin to imagine what that feels yeah, like. What it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so you know, I commend you both for having set up this organization. I wish you all the very best in the future. Thank you so much, Rebecca. With, I'm pleased that I'm being able to come to your platform and to share this story with your listeners and with your audience. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs>